Hello, hello everyone. My name is Georgios. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Copyright World. And this is Creators Economy Network podcast, a podcast where in a weekly basis, we bring on people from the creator economy to learn, to learn about their creative process, to learn about how they monetize the content, to learn tips and tricks about social media and about content creation and anything in between. So stick with us, make sure to, to ask any questions you may have during the live. Hello, Kova. And of course, uh, make sure you follow us on, uh, on our social media or on our, our podcast page. If you go to copyrightworld.com slash CEN, you'll find all the, ne- the, all the links you'll need to follow us uh, on Google Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, on uh, Spotify, on YouTube, everything. So, today we have a great pleasure. Today we have uh, a lady from uh, Denver, Colorado. She's going to be live uh, with us in about another 30 seconds. Let me do a small introduction. Uh, She's a photographer. She's a videographer. She's a marketing genius in the sense of helping you to create your online presence. Uh, she has a huge TikTok following, 400,000 plus followers. I'm going to ask her how she did that. Uh, and of course, she's going to give us some tips and tricks on how to take good photos, how to take good photos to use on our social media or for our products. Uh, let's do it. Let's bring her on and uh, let's kick off this conversation. Give me a second. There you go. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Uh, Can you hear me well? I can, yes. That's great. Hi, is it Noel? Yes, it's Noel. Noel, all right. Uh, Noel, I'm Georgius. Uh, and uh, today we, we're going to have a chat about you, basically, about what you do, how you do it. And uh, let's start with that. Who are you and what you do? So I am a photographer, a self-taught photographer. Up until this time last year, I was working in social media marketing. And then I decided when I moved to Denver that I wanted to pursue my hobby of photography and kind of turn that into a social media presence as well. All right. So uh, is something that uh, you do professionally, I guess? Yes. Yep. Okay. And uh, how did you start? Why, uh, Why social media and why photography? Is it something that came natural to you? I mean, you... You, you, are, you were into photography for a long time? Um, so I, in college, studied advertising. So I wanted to go in a marketing route, which is what I wanted to do for a career. And then when I was working professionally in marketing, I wanted to have a hobby on the side. So I started teaching myself photography. So that's kind of how I started doing photography. So it's been about a year and a half now that I've done photography. But I was never... I never did like photography sessions or anything. I just did it for fun. All right. And, and how, how did you switch to 
to the business side of things? Um, I wanted to go to work every day and love what I did. And I love photography and I thought that I could make that into a career and I knew social media could do that for me. So I had already been studying social media and working in social media. So I decided to kind of combine my hobby with my career. All right. And how did you start? Did you start with one platform, multiple platforms? I started with TikTok. Okay. That's the reason you have so many followers. I mean, you have like 400 plus thousand. Yep. About 400,000. All right. I've got to ask, what's your secret? How do you do that? Um, so it was, it's been about nine months now that I started my TikTok account and my first kind of viral video idea that I had, I saw some other people doing this, but the concept of it is called a stranger photo shoot. So basically I went on TikTok and said, I'm new to Colorado. I want to make some friends. If you guys apply for a stranger photo shoot, I will go through all the applications and pick out some couples, set them up. And then the first time that they meet, we would do a photography session. So I did that and I ended up getting about 800 applicants and I had them pay like a $5 application fee. And so we ended up raising a bunch of money for a cause for a girl that I went to college with. And then I did stranger photo shoots. I did two of them. So that was kind of the first video I had that blew up. And then after that, I just started sharing different photo tips that I had taught myself over the last year or so. And they just kind of blew up. Wow, that's a fantastic idea. I mean, uh, combining the online and offline worlds. Uh, mm -hmm. When you did that, how many followers did you have? I mean, 800 zero. applications are a lot. Yeah, I had zero followers. I didn't have a single follower. But that's just oh. kind of the power of TikTok is it, you, it reaches people that don't follow you. So it, it was all organic, right? Mm-hmm, all organic. And, and what's the theme now on uh, your TikTok account? Uh, I get, do you have a theme or, or you, do you do like uh, vlogs or daily videos? Um, I still share majority photo tips and tricks. So just kind of every day, like photo ideas or different tips and tricks that I've taught myself over the couple over the last year or so. So that's the majority of the photos on my page. I also share some like day to day stuff that I do, but I keep it focused on that. Okay, uh, is that uh, still your number one uh, goal to for social media? Is is it your priority, TikTok? Um, TikTok has been my priority, but this year my one of my main goals is to grow on YouTube. But I haven't. I just started like this week, so it's it's a goal that we haven't we haven't started yet. All right. So so you are you are going for a longer format. I mean. Uh, uh, longer videos? Yes. Yep. Would that be like a tutorial or the same thing? Yeah, I'm going to do um, some longer photography tutorials and I'm also going to do some like behind the scenes of being a content creator and being an influencer and being in social media. I'm going to kind of do like talk about all of that on there. Sounds good. And What's the business side of all this? I mean, uh, you do want to tie somehow this uh, following and this uh, success you have in, in social media. Uh, is it photography? Are you doing professional photography so you get clients via those channels? 
Um, the end goal would be to, I also on the side, this is kind of how it started. I started a like social media management company called Social, right? And the end goal would be to make that into basically a place where creators and we, we connect creators with brands to make TikToks. So it's kind of a, it's called user generated content. And the end goal would be to get some user generated content clients and start hiring creators to connect with them to grow their TikTok presence. All right, so uh, I'm a brand. I would, come, I would come to social rights. Mm -hmm. By the way, it's social R-I-T-E, right? Yep. Uh, what would I see? Would I see a list of creators and then I would choose, uh, uh, depending on, the, on the, the niche I would like to target? Yes, that would basically be the premise of it, yeah. That's very interesting. And then I would hire them to do some content on their channels about my brand. Um, so no, that would be more like influencer marketing. What I'm going for would be a brand would come to me and say, I would like a creator for our TikTok account so that they can grow their TikTok presence. So I think it's oh, kind okay. of like when you like flow from progressive, there's a face to the brand. We're going to start creating, have creators be the face of different brands. And I currently do that for a couple brands. I make TikToks for their accounts. So they hire basically contract creators to make their TikTok, make their TikTok so that they don't have to hire someone full-time on their team to do it. How does, how does that work? I mean, do you appear on their feeds, on mm -hmm. their accounts? Yeah, so say I work with this camera, camera backpack company and once a week I meet with their marketing team we go through the videos I'm going to make for that week, and then I make the videos and I post them to their TikTok accounts. All right. So they will have on their feed a bunch of creators, different creators each time, depending on the project, right? Yep. But it's more of a long-term thing. So say I would say, I'm going to make 10 videos for you each month, and then they would pay you in a lump sum for those 10 videos. Okay. And do you use your social uh, TikTok account uh, to promote the product as well? Is that in the, in the contract or something? So no, that's two separate things. So I kind of like to describe it as there's a difference between an influencer and a content creator. A content creator, you don't necessarily need a following. You could go to a company and say, I'll make all of your TikToks for you for your page and your following doesn't matter at all. But an influencer would be someone who say I have a following. So I'm like, I will take your product and post it on my page because I'm an influencer. So I do both. But the company that I would like to grow would be content creation. All right. So uh, for, about your, your YouTube, I, I'm curious, what's your strategy there? How are you going to grow that channel? So a huge thing on YouTube right now is YouTube shorts. And I started posting a few and they get more organic reach like a TikTok would. Um, kind of you can reach people that don't actually subscribe to you where longer form regular YouTube videos are not exactly like that. So I started um, making, I have an intern that works for me. And yesterday we put into strategy YouTube and she's going to be posting one short every single day. So I'm hoping to see some growth within that. I posted about five last month and gained... 200 subscribers and that was like without it was very little effort 
So we're going to consistently do that and hopefully see growth through YouTube shorts because they're all competing mm -hmm. with reels talks and stuff. So they're pushing that out right now. So you, you will batch create those uh, shorts and you will post them like in a daily process. Yeah. So the perfect part about all of these platforms kind of competing is you can use the same format. So you can just re-download your TikToks and re-download your reels and repurpose them to YouTube. So it's no extra work. I'm just reposting my TikToks. That's true. That's true. Uh, is it, uh, I think on the reels on Instagram, they have a 15 second uh, limit, right? I believe it's 30. 30 seconds, okay. Yeah. So you create single piece that you repurpose on uh, both platforms. Yep, I, every TikTok I make, I put on Pinterest, Instagram, and YouTube Shorts. Okay, I have to ask, how, how do you use Pinterest on that? So I repost everything to Pinterest using keywords, and that's something that my intern is working on too. She's growing our Pinterest account right now. Um, so we just repost everything with the links to our accounts, and we did a lot of keyword, keyword, keyword research to help maximize growth on Pinterest. So we came up with a strategy. Okay, so it's an SEO play that that one. Mm -hmm. Pinterest is huge, well, like like platform. It is. It is huge. It's really huge. All right. So, uh, what would you suggest uh, if someone starts today? Uh, mm -hmm. If you would start, if you start today, uh, yeah. would you go again on TikTok and and do it? One hundred percent. I think TikTok right now has the most. Um, ability to reach people that don't follow you or Instagram you can organic, it's kind of, right? what organic yeah organically mm -hmm. yes you can like I said I had 800 applicants for a contest when I had zero followers so it can you can reach a large amount of people without any following and if you put a strategy in place you can get them to follow you very easily so I would definitely recommend to anyone and I still do if any of my friends are trying to grow on social media I always say get on TikTok start posting on TikTok because the only reason I grew my Instagram account was from TikTok okay you, you did mention uh, there is a strategy to make them follow you what's that yes. strategy so this I kind of use it as there's two different videos that you should make when you're on TikTok. One video is kind of your introduction video and then the other one, so to get new followers and then there's videos to maintain your followers. So say I'm starting a series. One video that I recently made was I'm starting a self-portrait series. I said, I'm a photographer. I started taking my own photos and I showed my own photos and then at the end I said, follow me for the self-portrait series. They got a little clip of what I'm gonna be doing but I didn't give them enough information that they could just go off of that. They had to follow me to get the rest of the series. So that would be like the video to introduce my page. And then the series would be the, the videos to maintain my page and maintain my current followers. So that's the information they get when they follow me. All right, all right. But, but uh, this is random, right? I mean, I may start doing your profile with uh, not your intro video, but other videos. Yeah. Okay. That's a good strategy because you, you don't give the whole information. I mean, you don't give, you just give, you know, 
enough information for them to make them curious about what you're going to reveal in yeah. the next videos. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Uh, do you think uh, Instagram Reels uh, have the same effect these days? Because they, they, are, they are a bit organic as well. Mm -hmm. And so there's also two different ways you can post a reel. Um, you can post reels directly to reels and they will not show on your feed to your followers. And you can post reels directly to your feed. So I would say that you could use the same strategy on Instagram, but use that intro video to post directly to reels. So everyone that's seen it doesn't follow you and you're introducing yourself. Um, and then use those maintaining videos to post to your feed that your followers are going to see. That's very interesting. That's, that's the switch that says uh, put that on my feed as well. Yes, yeah, so you turn that off and it will post directly to Reels rather than posting to your feed. That's a great tip because you, you slice the audience, the ones that follow mm -hmm. and that, the ones that don't. Wow, that's a great, that great tip. All right, uh, you are part of uh, what we call these days creator economy. Uh, what's your take on that? Is it, uh, is it a trend? Is it here to stay? Is it something that uh, COVID, uh, you know, accelerated? Mm -hmm. How do you feel about it? I think that there, in a sense, has always been kind of this creator world, but the way that it presents itself changes just based on the time. I think blogging was like a super in thing like five years ago, and now video is obviously really in. So if you can change and adapt with social media, that's when you, it's not going to be a short-term thing. But I do think there's a lot of trends with it. So like currently video is a huge trend in the creator world, but it's always going to change. So eventually it'll change to something else. And if you're adaptable to the change, then I think you can make this a long-term career. Um, but you have to be able to adapt to the change. So you, you have to constantly uh, follow the trends and adjust to what's going yeah. on. Yes, That's exactly. Because exactly, we'll say I'm a photographer, so obviously I would like to share photos, but the trend right now is videos. So you have to adapt to, you know, videos. So I'm like, how am I going to make my photography into videos? And that's how I started sharing photo tips because I can sit here and talk about them rather than just share my photos. Exactly, and that's something we get a lot. I mean, a lot of photographers say, I'm a photographer, I just want to take photos. Yeah. I don't care about Instagram, I don't know what TikTok is, I don't know what uh, you know, Pinterest is, but in a sense, in order to be part of the creator community and to sustain yourself, you have to be a marketeer, an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. and a creator. In, mm -hmm. in a bunch. Is that how you, is that how you see that? Yes. So if you're a photographer and all you want to do is take, like do photo sessions and you don't really care about growing your social media presence, there's nothing wrong with that. But if your goal is to try to um, grow your social media presence and you're saying, I'm not going to do the biggest thing that's going to make you grow right now, then I think that's kind of closing you off to the opportunity that you could be growing if you were to just adapt to what's currently trending. Mm -hmm. uh, have, you, have you followed the, the NFT trend? No, I have not. You haven't. Uh, all right. As, as you know, 
Copyright World is a, is a company that uh, specializes on online protection. Mm -hmm. uh, we protect content and we monitor content for creators. Um, how do you feel about uh, content protection? I mean, do you care if uh, people steal your content and uh, repurpose it in uh, how they feel like? Um, I have had a lot of, because I think on TikTok it's kind of a big thing to not give people credit. And people, the thing, the difference between TikTok and Instagram, I think, is people will call you out when you're not giving people credit. So I try my best to every single time, if I use someone else's photo in my stuff, I make sure to either message them or tag them in it, make it clear that it's not my content, it's someone else's content and give them credit for it. But recently I had, I did a video idea a long time ago, it was like recreating Pinterest something and a couple girls um, copied my videos and made the same exact videos. And I had a, couple, a bunch of my followers tagging me in it to give me credit. And I think that's the thing about TikTok is people will call you out if you are not getting, giving credit to the original creator, which I think is cool because you should be always giving credit to whoever gave you that idea in the first place. It is. It is cool. And uh, that's a, a healthy way of the community to, to work. Yeah. I mean, to, to call out. But again, uh, if you just tag someone, it doesn't mean you have the right to copy their work. Right. I ask permission. Yeah, you, you have to ask permission. Uh, did you have any incidents where people stole, uh, for example, a photo or a video of yours? Um, no, I, not that I'm aware of right now, but I do know like people will use my photos in their videos saying like they recreated my photos. That does not bother me. But as far as I'm aware of, nobody's stolen my videos and use them on like a different website or something like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, even uh, especially in TikTok, as you are in the videos, it's, yeah. it's tougher to, to get uh, the content. But if yeah. it's a photography, you can like, crop it, you can uh, you know, change the color, you can make something out of it. So it, it is a struggle. Uh, let's go to the future. Uh, how do you see social media evolve? Uh, if you take a, a, in account uh, all those things about the metaverse and uh, people going, uh, more people going online, and this creator economy universe that gets built and blows as we speak, uh, how do you see uh, the, these platforms, the role of those platforms in the near future? I definitely do think there's going to be more of like an immersive style to the social media. Um, it's already pretty addicting to just like users and to creators. I just saw this creator talking about it and it's um, this like mentality of once you go viral, you can't get off of the app because you just want that. It's almost like a little bit of a high and you just kind of keep wanting that high. You're like, I want to go viral again. So you're constantly on the app. And I feel like that's kind of how they get you. But with the metaverse thing, I feel like it's going to be more immersive and it's going to give people more reason to not leave their house and just be online, which I don't know if it's necessarily a good thing, but we, I think it's going to change a huge dynamic of online presence. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you deal with that uh, social media addiction? I mean, as you said, it's, it's an addiction uh, for the users, but for the creators as well. I yeah, know I a lot of creators uh, that they cannot stop thinking, scrolling, refreshing stats. How do you deal about uh, with that? 
it's a negative thing because for most people, social media is kind of like an outlet to use after work or when you're relaxing. But when you're a creator, it is work. And then you also want to use it to relax after work. So all of a sudden your screen time is up so much and you find yourself I'm on TikTok hours a day and like tell myself, well, I'm working, but half the time it's not work. I'm just scrolling. I'm like, that is bad. So that's something I'm trying to break and trying to go on TikTok to find trends, make videos and get off because it is, I do am recognizing that I'm very addicted to TikTok and it's hard to break that habit of wanting to sit on the couch and scroll after work when I spent all day at work on TikTok. But it's kind of like. That's really strange. Yeah, that's really strange. It's like walking on a bar and then going out for a drink to relax. I mean. Exactly. <laughs> you can't get away from it. Cool. But you did mention that you're trying to find trends to do the videos on. Do you believe uh, that following the trends is a big thing on TikTok? Yes, I think you can use trends in a lot of different ways. When there's big trends, it's good to hop on them. Something that I, there was this huge trend going um, in December and it was kind of creating a yearly recap video. So like end of the year and I made a recap video and a bigger creator. So what I do is I go on to like these mega creators and I see what sounds they're using and I use the sounds that they're using. So one of this mega creators was using the sound. So I used it to make my year of the end, like end of the year video. And someone asked me like, Hey, can you make a tutorial on how to make this? And so I did, I made a tutorial and then someone said, oh, we need a part two. And I made it a part two and both of those tutorials blew up. Both of them got 5 million views. And Whoa. then entire TikTok was making end of the year videos to that song after I was, after I had made the tutorials that blew up and it was kind of interesting to see, like it wasn't a trend and all of a sudden everyone on TikTok was making like a video to that sound. So trends can like pick up very fast and I've been a part of them and it's really fun to see. Wow. I can, I can, I can tell that the, the video with the trend would go viral, but why the other two did, did that well? Because I think I was just explaining, like you see these videos and they come out really cool. They're fast and you have a lot of videos throughout your year and you're like, how do I edit that? And a lot of people I realized don't know how to use TikTok in a creator sense because they're just on there scrolling. So I, all I did was explain something super simple that I do every day, but to the average person who doesn't edit on TikTok finds kind of difficult. And they just blew up because people don't actually know how to edit in TikTok when you're not a creator. Are you creating all your videos on TikTok? 95% um, of my videos I do. And this trend that I was a part of, um, I was just using the auto sync feature so TikTok auto syncs it to the song. You just have to add your videos. So it's, I think it's a really easy way to make a video and it's not that difficult for me, but a lot of people didn't know that that was even an option. There is a, a thing I, I read, a thing in, uh, I think it was in Reddit that uh, videos that you upload on TikTok do worse than videos you create on the platform. Have you seen something like that? Um, I'm trying to think if I, 
I don't generally make TikTok videos outside of TikTok that I'm thinking of. I, unless it's like, yeah, no, I don't normally do it. I just found it really easy to edit in TikTok and post them. And I know a lot of people find editing in TikTok difficult. I think it's really annoying and everything, but I just don't, I think it's the easiest way to do it. So I'm not do you, do you plan your videos like uh, for a week or you, you just wake up and say, let's see what I'm going to do today? Um, so I have this, it's not a bad habit, I don't think, but I cannot make a video and then sit on it for a week because by the time the week passes, I will not like the video anymore. So <laughs> I have to make them the day of and just post them right away or I'll sit there and analyze it too much and I'm like, I actually really don't like this video. And the funny part is like the the videos that I've sat down, I'm like, oh, they need a tutorial quick. I'll just record it. It's like takes me 10 minutes tops. Those are always the videos that go viral. And the ones that I sit there and plan and edit and make look really nice never do. So here, that, that's another tip right there. I mean, uh, what feels more natural to the user? Maybe it's more uh, appealing to them? 100%. 100%. Okay, so there is no excuse uh, for people saying, I don't have the gear, I don't have the microphone, I don't have the, I don't know, the, the special lighting. No, everyone, I recently started my social right TikTok account, just answering people's questions on like, how I grew from zero to 400,000 in eight months. I've just kind of been answering people's questions and someone asked me like, what would you do if you're starting an account from zero? My only answer to that is just start posting. Like you can't, you can't sit here and plan it out. You're never going to be ready. You just have to start posting, or you're never going to start growing. True. How many times do you post a day? So, for the first four or five months, I posted five times a day. Um, now five times a day. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. I, yeah, it's it is a lot. Um, and the thing is, I, at the time, had like three or four other clients I was making videos for. I was probably making upwards of 50 videos a week. Wow. Yeah. It's a, yeah. And that's why it's like, that's also now I'm like, I don't need to be posting five times a day at all. Once a day is like fine. And if I take days off, it doesn't matter. But, um. It, that's also like part of the addicting thing is like I, I posted five times a day for like five months and I can't get that out of that mindset that I need to see, keep doing that. But That's 450 videos in five months. I mean, how do you get so many ideas on how to create what to create? So there's a, there's a couple ways. I, there's a video or a website, I think it's called what the people want to know or something along those lines and you can type in say like photo ideas and it will come up with pretty much all of the questions that have been googled about that topic that people have googled oh, so that's a great idea. i think i've seen that uh let me try to find it to tell people uh how what uh what people i think it's like what people want to know or like people want to know something along those lines I just made a video about it actually, so I could message it to you afterwards, but I can't remember. 
Oh, cool. And uh, yeah, and people can go to your TikTok account and find about that because it's great. It's a great resource. You just type the the subject, and all mm -hmm. those questions come up. Yes. All right. Once you start gaining a following, people ask you questions. So a lot of the times those videos that I'm making are just replying to questions, which is another huge growth strategy. Like when a video is going viral, you should be replying to the comments with videos. So it's just kind of, it, it's a snowball effect. Like you put one video out, you get five questions, make five videos the next day answering those questions. It's really not like as like tedious as it sounds. Wow. Okay, if I want to, to be TikTok famous, can you help me be? I mean, uh, do you do advising or coaching? Yeah, I would do like, con like kind of like mentoring type of thing. The thing that I find difficult about it is I've had clients before and they were like, okay, we wanna hire you to make TikToks. And obviously I grew really fast. I was posting five times a day for five months. That's not something I'm gonna do for another brand because that would be a full-time job. Um, and I think people get frustrated. It's like, okay, you post one time a day and they don't see immediate growth. They get frustrated and want to quit. And like, you have to get over that mindset of you could be posting for months and not see any growth, but one video is going to hit and you're going to grow really fast. But you have to kind of get over that mindset of I'm not growing and I want to quit and you just have to keep posting. Okay, that, that, that's a big subject here. I mean, it's, yeah. it's the, the eternal problem with clients. Uh, content marketing is a, long, uh, is a long one. It's a marathon. Yeah, exactly. How do, you, how do you get that in your client's head? I mean, this is very difficult because we, we were in a fast fashion, fast food, fast everything uh, society. And they read about the, the overnight success, the millionaire with the Bitcoin and the stuff, and they want to do the same. How do you put those thoughts on your clients here that, look, we're going to do something that it's a building process that will take, could take three months, could take 12 months, who knows? Yeah. How do you do that? So I think the problem with that like overnight success story is that you're not sharing the part that they worked months up to that to get where they were. Like it wasn't an overnight success. It might seem to the outward eye that it was an overnight success, but it wasn't. That's what I'm saying is like, okay, eight months might seem like a really quick time to get 400,000 followers. But if you knew that I was posting five times a day and for 40 hours a week, I was on TikTok trying to grow and all of a sudden in one month I got 200,000 followers, it might seem like it was like an overnight success, but I worked up for seven months to get to that point. But with my clients, I always in meetings tell them this and I make them sign a three month contract saying it's going to take time to grow your accounts. Three month minimum contract is what I need to see growth. Like you are not gonna see any growth, don't expect to see any growth for three months possibly. It could take that long and it could take longer than that. So kind of making them sign, sign that contract, but that doesn't even guarantee that they're gonna understand it still because I've had people come to me and they're like, I don't wanna do this anymore, you're not growing. And I'm like, it's been two weeks. I don't know what you want from me. But it's, it's a concept that I don't think people will ever fully understand unless they are doing it themselves. But they don't wanna do it themselves. So it's, it's a- Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's a very weird situation there. You, you yeah. have to convince them that 
something takes time and everything takes time. Mm-hmm. And is that what happened with you? I mean, uh, after seven months, you had 200 followers, 200,000 followers in a month? Yes. So I had at the probably around Thanksgiving time here. So that's like end of November. Um, I was at home in Minnesota. My mom came out and helped, or I was with my mom. We went and shot a bunch of content um, in one day. We probably shot like 10 different photo concepts in one day. I came home and I started just like, I did kind of 25 days of Christmas content and I was just posting content, content, content. And I had um, probably five videos go very viral, like my top five videos on my account now. Um, it was the two tutorial videos that I told you about, a posing video that I had. It was actually two posing videos that I had and everything in between just like fully went viral and I got 200,000 followers in December. Wow, that's, that's life changing. I mean, uh, it makes a difference in one month. That's, that's mm-hmm. crazy, that's crazy. Okay, so Noel, uh, if anyone is interested, how can uh, they reach you? Um, my the way to contact you? I would think I, res- I respond to all of my direct messages. So Instagram? On Instagram, yeah. You, I don't think you can DM on TikTok, actually, unless you're like friends with someone. Um, but yeah, Instagram is the best way to contact me. Mm-hmm. And the website is, uh, what was it? Create the, oh, no? Social, right? Yeah. Okay, com, mm-hmm. where Noel Simpson will be there. You can email it here, look at uh, what she does, look at her portfolio. Noel, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for chatting with me. It was a very eye-opening experience. You, you gave some uh, very extremely useful tips. And uh, I think people will find this chat very, very interesting. Awesome. Glad I can help. Thank you so much. Have a nice day. You too. Bye.